On this week's episode of Cultivating Her Space. The only thing I own from birth to death is this body. So I need to find a way to make peace with it, to celebrate it, to make sure it's healthy and to love it. So I think it's important for each of us to do that because there is something to celebrate and embrace about every single body on this planet. And when we get out of the mindset that we have to look a certain way or be a certain size, that's when the change starts. Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or appreciate anything from this episode, please leave us a review to let us know we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit cultivatingherspace.com to access our exclusive after show and other bonus content from the Patreon tab. Welcome to Cultivating Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Hey, lady, it's Dr. Dom here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. Are you currently a resident of the state of California? and contemplating starting your therapy journey? Well, if so, please reach out to me at drdominiquebroussard.com. That's D-R-D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D.com to schedule a free 15-minute consultation. I look forward to hearing from you. Lady, today we have a special guest, okay? She is a legend. Her bio is stunning and spans several decades, and we'll get into that in just a bit. But we have an exclusive today, okay? Our guest has apparently found the fountain of youth, y'all, okay? She is out here showing us that Black women are aging backwards, okay? And I say this respectfully because she said it in previous interviews. She's a woman of a particular age, and she on her fly as hell, okay? So y'all... You got to watch the interview to see what I mean, all right? Yvette Nicole Brown is an Emmy-nominated actress, writer, producer, and host best known for her series, regular, and special guest star roles on television shows Community, The Mayor, Drake and Josh, The Odd Couple, Disney Plus's Big Shot, and Actor Age on Bounce TV. She's also been in films as varied as Dreamgirls, Tropic Thunder, Avengers, Endgame. That was a classic right there. (laughs) Disney's Enchanted, okay? And she has guest co-hosted The View, The Talk, The Real, Access Hollywood, The Talking Dead, and has moderated numerous panels in the famed Hall H at San Diego Comic-Con. And we're not done yet, y'all, because guess what? Yvette has produced Disney's The Big Fib, Sci-Fi's Cods Play Melee, and she is also a 2020 NAACP Image Award-nominated writer for Always a Bridesmaid, the romantic comedy she penned and executive produced that is streaming on Netflix and BET+. Yvette believes in philanthropy and civic engagement, and she proudly sits on the national boards of Donors Shoes, where she is the vice chair, Emily's List, MPTF Next Gen, and SAG. Aftra. Wow. Wow. 
Yvette, welcome to Cultivating Her Space. <laughs> that was probably the best intro. I thought my mother wrote that. That was amazing. Thank you for that, sis. <laughs> yes, that's all you, lady. Welcome. We're so happy you're here. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, we are going to dive right into this conversation. And we're going to start off with our quote of the day, mm-hmm. which, Yvette, these words will sound really familiar because these are your words because we've okay. been doing our research. Okay. So, are you ready? Yes. All right. Our quote of the day. The truth is, navigating obesity and our health can come with moments of success and setbacks. So, we must be prepared to push through those moments when our internal voice tells us to give up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe mm-hmm. it. I believe it. Yeah. It's, it's, listen, it's, it's being a woman of a certain age, being a woman of a certain size and also being in Hollywood, you know, there's a lot of minefields there, right? Because it's a, it's an industry that's based on image and how we look. And sometimes when you're living with obesity, which I am, anyone who's watched me on television has seen me every single size there is, and you will see me every single size probably forever. But what I love about this initiative that I'm a part of, it's bigger than, it's not about me or you, or anyone in particular, each person has to navigate this space that, and understanding that obesity is a disease. And I think the most important thing that we're doing with this initiative is making sure people understand that. It's not about willpower. It's not about all the things that we've said it's been about for years. It's literally a disease. In the same way I have diabetes, I'm living with obesity. And so it becomes a more holistic approach to how we deal with it. And it's not about how I look. It's about, am I healthy? How do I feel? How am I moving through life in that space? That is so powerful, especially mm-hmm. today, because I think everything we see on social media, everything's so focused on the outer appearance. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's going on on the inside? Like, what's what's, on the what's inside? going on behind the scenes, right? That's right. That's so, right. Yvette, you've had an amazing career, a long career. I think that's really spanned generations. Like, I remember seeing you on Big Lots commercials, <laughs> and Drake. I was one of those Disney kids watching Drake and Josh. Yes. Can you just, can we take a step back? Can you tell us about your origin story and how you became the Yvette Nicole Brown that we know today? I also want to add, I didn't know that you started off as a singer and you were signed at 19. So give us the, give us the overview. Yes. I actually was signed uh, to Motown Records when I was 19. I was discovered by Michael Bivens, which is crazy because I then went on to work at Motown for him and then play his mother in the, in the new edition movie. So it was like, and I was a new edition fan. So that's just crazy. I started as a singer, moved to LA thinking that I would pursue that. And then, you know, music didn't happen for me because I'm, this is the reason I'm a very modest person. Everybody was naked. And I was like, well, I need to wear clothes. So I'm like, I can't sing. Nobody had no pants on. So I thought maybe I'll try acting and see what happens. So that Big Lots commercial you mentioned is one of the first commercials I did. And then it kind of rolled into all this wonderful television I've been, I've been able to do. And so, yeah, it's been like a 25 year journey with all of this and I'm still working and I still get to get in spaces like this and talk to you guys and be a part of great initiatives. Like it's bigger than, so this is, this is huge. Wow. that mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I love hearing people's origin stories and how they got to be where they are. Now you mm-hmm. mentioned that you you're modest. And so like part of why you didn't get into singing or pursue singing was because you didn't want to be, you wanted to have clothes on. You don't like to wear right? clothes. Yes. As most of us do. (laughs) (laughs) When we think about body image and we think about obesity and we think about the entertainment industry, what are some of the common myths and misunderstandings that folks have when it comes to this conversation around 
obesity being a disease? You know, I think the main misconception is that people don't really know that it is a disease. You know, there's a lot of shaming that comes when you when you move through life in a body that is not the size that society thinks you should be. There's a lot of judgment. And then there's also a lot of personal shame that you feel. If you don't understand that it's a disease, you might be hard on yourself in a way that you shouldn't be. If you got any other medical diagnosis, the first thing you would do is go to a doctor to figure out how you can manage that diagnosis, right? But for some reason with obesity, because most of us don't know that it is a disease, we don't start there. So then we're trying to fix, fix in quotes, the problem from the outside in instead of dealing with what's going on inside our bodies. There's a lot of reasons that people are overweight. It could be biology. It could be a lot of things. And your doctor, talking to a doctor is the way you figure out what is causing it for you and how you can treat it. And I want to make sure that I mention that if people go to itsbiggerthan.com, they can find out more about what the initiative is and, and find out a better way to take care of themselves. So just remember, it's bigger than me.com. Check it out. Get a part, become a part of the movement. Like the whole thing is we, we have the initiative started with a wonderful tour that was hosted by the fabulous Queen Latifah. And we're now doing a video series that takes that tour to the next level. We're bringing in doctors and influencers and different people that are living with obesity and who are finding ways to manage their health. And we have honest conversations that allow them to, to create a safe space for others to come in and join in on the conversations and figure out how they can, you know, get a part of, become a part of the movement for themselves. Like it's a whole thing we're starting. And I want to make sure I mention that all of our videos start drop on March, March 8th. And then every other week, there'll be a video through April. And it's all also timed with World Obesity Day, which is March, March 4th, which is an opportunity for everyone to find out more about obesity being a disease. Amazing. This is mm -hmm. such important work, Yvette. And one of the things we'd love to know is, can you talk a bit about what inspired the creation of It's Bigger Than, that series? Mm -hmm. But then was there a moment that you can maybe share with us as like a, a sneak peek that really just stood out to you when recording the series? Anything that you're like, wow, this conversation or that moment was just so powerful? Yeah. What started the movement is basically the understanding that people, there's a stigma attached to being larger in this world. And, and, there are a lot of people suffering with this disease who are not supported. And so Novo Nordisk and along with their partners, we have the Media Empathy Foundation, Obesity Action Coalition, and the NFL Alumni Association. They're all working together to make sure that people learn first and foremost that obesity is a disease. If, if at the end of this series, everyone in the world understood that one thing, we already are, are way beyond where we, where we started. Two out of five Americans are living with obesity. That's a lot of people. Right. And that's a lot of people walking through their day feeling bad about themselves, thinking that there's some it's something that they've done to themselves when it's a disease. I have diabetes. I, I don't kick myself because I have diabetes. It just means my pancreas doesn't process my insulin the way other people's bodies process it. There's no shame in that. You know, my job when I got diagnosed is to go to my doctor and figure out how I could take care of my health. And it's the same thing with obesity. And we hope that with this series, we get people to understand that. And so wow. um, the, the campaign is called It's Bigger Than Me and it's biggerthan.com is the website. I want to say that one more time. And we'll make sure to add that in the show notes too. So ladies, as you listen, make sure you check out the show notes. Just click the link there and you can learn more information. Absolutely. Hey lady, it's Terry here. Dom and I want to take a moment to thank you for choosing to listen to our podcast. We love you for real. And we want to give you a chance to learn more about what's important to us. So tell us what you think about this. Imagine a world where you have a chance to get featured on the Cultivating Her Space podcast and share your business, brand, or perspective with millions around the globe. Imagine joining our monthly virtual video check-ins 
where you can connect with like-minded Black women like you and share your ideas and episode suggestions with Terry and I. Now I want you to imagine a world where you're in the exclusive Cultivating Her Space Sanctuary Slack channel and throughout your day and week, you are conversing with us about what's happening in your life and sharing funny gifts and or personal wins. How does that sound? Hopefully this is up your alley, lady, because we are taking things to the next level this year and we're doubling down on investing in our community. That means you. Yay! We want to meet you, connect with you, and create communities of genuine women who love on Black women and push our culture and movement forward. We launched this podcast in 2019, and to date, we have not missed a week. We've been great stewards of our platform, all while working full-time and navigating our own ups and downs. We release fresh new content every single Friday, like clockwork, and we have hundreds of valuable episodes and workshops that can really help you uplevel your life. So if you love our mission or you've gotten value from us, we invite you to give back and help us push this community effort forward. Visit herspacepodcast.com and click Patreon. You can learn more about our goals and exclusive offerings on Patreon, and we highly highly encourage you to join the sister frontier so that you can get some one-on-one time with us. We also have an option for you to donate on a one-time basis if that meets your needs. Again, herspacepodcast.com and you can click that link that says Patreon. All right, lady. We'll hop right back into the conversation. And so, Yvette, when you think about how your career has spanned Mm -hmm decades right and you've had an amazing career Mm -hmm. and as we mentioned before that like this industry is it tends to be sized focused and so how has that how and you mentioned earlier as well that your weight has fluctuated Mm -hmm. throughout your career Mm -hmm. can you talk to us about how that has impacted your career and maybe some of the jobs that you've taken or you turned down so the positives and the negatives yeah you know it's funny I think I've been very blessed in that I don't think I've ever had someone ask me to lose weight or I don't feel that my jobs thankfully have been based on what my size is as at any given time now that might be because I'm a character actress and so character actors we can be we're supposed to be characters so we can be a little chubbier at sometimes or thinner at sometimes it doesn't really matter But I do know that if someone had mentioned it, I would let them know that this is the body that I'm navigating life through and you're going to take it as you get it. I know that for sure. So it hasn't been an issue, but it would never be an issue for me. But what's so important about It's Bigger Than Me is that everybody may not be in that place in their journey living with obesity. And so we want to give everyone the tools that they need so that they can navigate life with with dignity and and feeling supported. And it starts by people understanding about the disease so that they can be a little kinder to those that are living with it. So beautiful. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. Now that we want to, we want to transition the conversation a bit. Okay. Now we know that you are mindful about your brand and how yes. you'll be viewed from children, especially those that yes. have watched shows like Drake and Josh. Mm-hmm. But a little birdie told us that you get a little <laughs> naughty when it comes to voiceover work. Okay. <laughs> Well, listen, I have always been mindful of my physical face and body being seen by children at a young age. I started in kids shows, so I don't want to ever be a part of anything that confuses the babies. Right. Right. But I feel like if it's a cartoon, I could get a little naughty. Now, now my naughty is still PG-13. 
my naughty never never dips over into any area that a, a kid still couldn't be a part of. But I try to make sure that I am not physically seen saying or doing something that would confuse a child. Because nobody told me to be on a kid's show when I started. That was my choice. And I believe that I believe that you you are a role model. You know, the people that say that they're not, if you're publicly facing and you're in people's houses, people are going to model their behavior on you. And I feel like it's important, especially if you're on kids shows, to make sure you model something that is positive and, and uplifting. So that's what I try to do whenever I'm on screen. Well, we appreciate that for sure. I will mm-hmm. say for this next segment, maybe <laughs> you can hide. Maybe you can just like get off camera for the next segment because we want to invite you to the is it be naughty? Blatchett. It's a little okay. naughty. We want okay, to invite you to it. the OU Blatchett segment. So that here on the podcast, we... We recognize, appreciate, and celebrate the multifaceted woman. And we believe that it's okay to be bougie and classy (laughs) and ratchet. You can still dance to strip club music if you so choose. And so we want to invite you to the OU Blatchett segment. So do you take on the challenge? Absolutely. Okay, Don, we got her. We got her. Okay, so now we'll tell tell you what you agreed to. So what we're going to do is we're going to ask you three questions. Okay. We're then going to share three sentence completions. And finally, we have three photos pulled up of you on the big screen. And we're going to share it with you, one photo. We'll have you choose a number one through three. And then when you choose that photo, we want you to give us more context about the photo that we wouldn't know just by looking at it. Okay. So we're going to start with our questions. Yes. (laughs) We're going to start with our questions. The first question for you is, what's the best piece of wisdom or advice you've ever received? Oh, kindness matters. I believe that I've had the career I've had, not because I'm talented, surely not the tallest or ever the thinnest or whatever people think is or most beautiful, but I do strive to be the kindest person people meet. And I think that that leads to more opportunities than anything else. So kindness matters. I learned that from my mom. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Okay, then. Yes. I have four words for you. Okay. Now, the children are going to listen to this answer. Okay. Twerk or two-step? Oh, two-step. Absolutely two-step. Okay, two-step. Okay. Now, the All next right. question, the final question we have for you, Yvette, is what's the sexiest item you own? Ooh, that I own, I'm going to take ownership of myself and say my brain. I think intelligence is sexy. Yes, like if yes. I if, if if I'm ever if I can ever trick a man into marrying me, he will be a smart man, <laughs> and I'm going to use my brain to get him and my sense of humor. So yeah, my brain is the sexiest thing. I own. Yes, love it, love <laughs> it. All right. So now we are moving on to our sentence completion. Okay. A one question or topic I wish people asked me about more often is the importance of napping. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Sleep is restorative. And I think we're in this hustle and, and get the bag culture. And a lot of people run around trying to, to burn the candle at both ends. And I think they forget that their body restores itself when you sleep. So I believe in the eight hours, even if I can't get it, I'm going to grab it in the afternoon with a nap if I can. So I wish people would talk to me about sleep and I could get an Olympic medal on sleeping. That Absolutely. is so funny, Yvette. Mm-hmm. You will not believe this because the next sentence completion is what yes. I would tell people about the importance of napping is... You're kidding me. I Stop am. Stop playing. But we I still want to say, Stop playing because I could, I could go all day. We could talk about that. Between it's bigger than and, and napping, yes. I could talk all day. 
Yes, but tell what, what would you say? Well, in addition to napping being restorative, what are some of the other? What are some of your best practices for napping? You have like a busy life, or like tell us more about. You know, the best thing, the thing that gets me right to rim is my dog, Harley, because he's a great foot warmer and he also is very clingy. I think we're codependent. So he literally is by my side at all times. So whenever I want to take a nap, he's always ready to go. And so he gets on my feet and I'm out like a light. So, yeah, get a dog. Is the Ah, There you go. Okay. All right. (laughs) All right. Our final sentence completion. Mm hmm. What I love most about myself is... What I love most about myself is that I care about people. I'm an introvert by nature. So once I do a lot of people and I, I need to be by myself for about a week, but when I'm out amongst people, I, I'm, a, I'm a lover of people. I, I, I find people to be delicious and I celebrate their wins and I'm an encourager. So the best thing about me is that I just love people and I and demonstratively so. So that's the best thing about me. And that definitely comes across even when we first hopped on the, you know, the interview and your energy and just the way that you, you know, just navigated the conversation with us. We can definitely see that. Thanks. So you're Mm -hmm. so welcome. So we're going to move on to the photos that we have pulled up. So if you can choose a number out of one and three, and then we'll show you the photo. I'm going to choose two because that's my line number when I crossed AKA. So I'm going to. Oh, Oh, get get ready because this photo right here. Oh my goodness. So Yvette, really quick, if you can... I'm going to share it with you in like one second. If you can describe the photo, because some people will only be listening to the podcast. Sure. And then describe the photo, what we're looking at, and then give us more context about it. Look at this. Look at this badass photo. Come on. Come on, Listen, she better serve is what I'm saying. That is on the set of The Walking Dead Last Mile. My friend Tara, who did my hair today, did that. Kamara's on makeup on that picture. And and they told me to serve. And that's exactly what I did. We shot that probably either two minutes before I had to go live or right after I finished the live. So that look is a is sexy, but it's also exhausted. Very tired. But well, you know. I, I aspire <laughs> to look like this when I'm tired. You, This is an amazing <laughs> photo. We love it. Thank, Thank you. you so much for participating in the OU Blatchett segment with us. So Thank we'll hop back into so some, some of the other questions. Of course, of course. So I went to the site too. It's biggerthan.com. So ladies, yes. you're listening, be sure to visit the website as well. What would you say some of your dreams are for It's Bigger Than Me series? Oh gosh, I hope that people that are living with obesity learn to love and accept themselves more in with the realization that it's 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 a disease and they deserve the same amount of respect and care that they would give anyone else that's facing a disease. I hope that conversations start where people get to mix it up with each other and and ask questions and answer questions about what obesity has been like in their life and the changes that they want to make and and what they want to talk to their doctor about. I hope that we are creating with this series a safe space more than anything, because there's so much in, when you're living with obesity, there's so much in life that doesn't feel safe. Mm -hmm. And I hope that our video series provides that. And the website already does. So you need to get to the website immediately. It's biggerthan.com and just realize what a loving, wonderful spot we've curated. And again, with the wonderful Queen Latifah at the helm, it's been wonderful. Thank you so much for being a part of this. And so as you think about, like, as you said, creating that, that safe space, Mm -hmm. right? And part of the work is making the world feel more equitable for all body types. Yes. So as we're doing that, there's still the individual work, right? And Mm -hmm. so what are some of your pro tips for like 
self-care practices that someone's struggling to love their body mm-hmm. can implement. You know, the beautiful thing about the bodies we're given is that we each get one, right? And it is going to be with us until we go on to glory. And imagine being taking a ride in something, be it a car or living in a house or whatever, and you spend your time hating on it. You know, whatever circumstance you find yourself in, whatever body you find yourself in, it is yours. So find a way to find something that you love about it. Find a way to, to speak kindly of it. There are things that I've said to myself that I would never say to someone else, right? I, I love other people enough not to say certain things to them, but there are seasons in my life where I would look in the mirror and I would say something. My arms are my thing, right? Everybody has a thing. And I would say, you know, I, my, I hate my arms. And it's like, would you rather not have arms? Would you like to go through life without arms? And when I when it hit me that, you know, this these arms are my gift. These are these are my arms. They belong to me. It's the only thing I own from birth to death is this body. So I need to find a way to make peace with it, to celebrate it, to make sure it's healthy and to love it. So I think it's important for each of us to do that because there is something to celebrate and embrace about every single body on this planet. And when we get out of the mindset that we have to look a certain way or be a certain size, that's when the change starts. Oh, that is so beautiful and so timely mm-hmm. and so true. It's all about perspective. Mm-hmm. Like when you put, Absolutely. when you look at the grand scheme of things, I often go way to the other end of the spectrum and think about death. I'm like, oh, my dying bed. Like, am I going to, my deathbed, am I going to be complaining about that insecurity that I have? You're no, not. like not at You're all, not. right? Yeah. Now, Yvette, one of the things I want to ask you about, you mentioned, you said something in an interview that was so interesting to me. And mm-hmm. it was, you said something, and I may butcher it, so feel free to help me out. You yeah. said something like, Go after the dreams that want you back. And I just want yeah. to, can we talk about that a bit? And like where that came from? And yeah. Absolutely. It, it kind of came to my mind when I was transitioning from singing to acting, because I always joke and say, singing liked me. Singing thought I was cute, but it didn't love me. And I feel like acting and hosting loves me. And so I think in life, you have to chase or move towards the things that are also reach towards the things that are also reaching towards you. Right. But we would say that to anyone who you like it, like somebody and they don't like you back. You, you tell your friend, why are you, why are you calling them so much? You don't even call you back. It's the same thing in life about anything that you want to do, anything that you want to pursue. You should reach for the things that are reaching back, you know, and something's always reaching back. You may not be paying attention to it, but there's something, somebody, something is always like this. And you just have to shift your focus to see it and you go in that direction. Right. Yes, that is so beautiful. I mm-hmm. I love that. And so in this interview, you have been dropping so many <laughs> gems. So many. Thank you. And I just I keep I have so many questions that I want to keep <laughs> asking. And so, but I know your time is valuable. <laughs> and so speaking of your time, how do you find balance? I know you mentioned that sleep is a priority and I'm, I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. Sleep is a priority. How do you find time in your busy schedule to do all the things that fulfill you? I've lived my life as a outward facing person, right? I see that every, I think of everything that I do, not as taking, but as an offering, right? And so if I'm here for just a certain amount of time, as we all are, I'm a person of faith and I believe that I am God's hands and feet. So that means I need to be used to do the things that he can't do in this space. So when an opportunity comes, my thought is, does it help people? Does it make other people's lives better? It can't be just about, does it make my life better? 
It has to be, does it also make other people's lives better? And when you move through life as, as a giver instead of a taker, somehow you get the energy. You know, I was up at, at three o'clock today to be here in time to do hair and makeup. I told you it takes a village to get me to look like this. So I had to get here in time for everybody to get all the spackle and the, the plaster and the drywall to get this together. But it wasn't hard to wake up because I'm coming to talk about it's bigger than me. So that means I'm talking about something that will help people. So then your own personal tiredness or whatever kind of falls away because you're, you're on purpose, right? You're working, you're in your call. And that gives you the energy. You know, I'm excited to talk to you guys. I'm excited to talk to all the people I'll be talking to today about obesity being a disease and about World Obesity Day and about the launch of this video series on March 8th. All of these things are important to me. And so you just get the energy and you do it. When you're doing stuff selfishly, you, you can't do it that way because it's it's less altruistic. Right? Yes. And that goes back to that perspective. That is so mm -hmm. powerful. Now, we're going to ask a closing question in just a bit. but. Mm -hmm. We would also love to know, in addition to going to itsbiggerthanme.com to mm -hmm. check out the movement, what else can allies do to support? Maybe it's someone who is not necessarily struggling with obesity, but they want to support the community. Is there anything that folks can do in their daily life to support the mission that you all have? You know, speak up when you hear someone making fun of someone because of their size. Mm -hmm. The same way, you know, we're, we're Black people. And the same way we would tell people about being anti-racist, you need to be anti-against obesity. You have to find a way to fight for the right for people to exist as they search for health health opportunities to be health, opportunities to be healthier. Let me say it that way. But walk with them as they're on their journey and and listen to them when they talk about what the experience is like. And understand that it is a disease in the same way like I always say about my diabetes you would not judge someone for having diabetes we need to move to the space where we're no longer judging people that are living with obesity and so whether you're living with it or not you create a safe space for those that are there are conversations that people that aren't living with this disease can have with others that people living with it can't have in the same way if we were talking about in the racial space there's conversations that white people can have with other white people that black people can't have if you are not living with obesity you can gather your folks and have conversations that help those that are. So we hope that those that go to itsbiggerthan.com will see all the different ways they can make things better for themselves if they're living with the disease and with others if for others if they're not. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. And so as you think about loving on yourself and teaching people about loving the body that they're in, do you have like a favorite affirmation? Like we love positive affirmations on this mm -hmm. podcast. And so do you have a favorite affirmation that you use when you're like looking in the mirror and you are talking to Yvette and you're just loving on yourself? Do you have a favorite one that you go to? You know, an affirmation that I love is all will be well, right? So it's not even about what's happening in this moment or today. It's not about what's happening on the scale on any given day. It's not about what anybody has said to you on any given day. All will be well. And if you're living with obesity and you talk to your doctor and you start creating a holistic approach to your health, literally all will be well. So that's, that's what it is. So you just, you keep going until that day comes for you. Yeah. Beautiful. Yvette, we just want to thank you so much for your time. This thank was so you. amazing. The movement is awesome. Do you have any closing words that you'd like to share with our listeners? We'll make sure to add the links in the yeah. show notes, but anything else that you want to share in closing? You know, just a, just a reminder that um, World Obesity Day is March 4th. There's going to be a lot of different things that you can find out on online about 
living what it's like to be living with obesity and also that our video series la- launches on March 8th and we're so excited we, we're talking to doctors we're talking to influencers we're creating the space that I wish I had when I was younger first dealing with obesity so I think it's going to be really great for everybody so just join the movement Yay. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Have a wonderful rest of your day. You too, guys. Thank you. Bye, Sage. Bye. (laughs) Hey, lady. It's Terry here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. I'm hosting a free podcasting masterclass where I'm going to teach you how to create your impactful podcast and how you can generate multiple streams of income. You can visit podcastwithterry.com to register for free. I hope to see you there. Thanks for joining us today. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory psychology today or contact your insurance provider if you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going connect with us on facebook instagram and twitter at her space podcast or check out our website at herspacepodcast.com and before we meet again repeat after me i attract abundance and prosperity with ease